0: Hello and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 20th of June 2022. In InfoSec News this week, a new DFS-Coerce Windows NTLM relay attack has been discovered, which uses MS-DFS-NM, or Microsoft's Distributed File System, to completely take over a Windows domain. Many organisations utilise Microsoft's Active Directory Certificate Services, a Public Key Infrastructure, or PKI, service, which is used to authenticate users, services and devices on a Windows domain. However, this service is vulnerable to NTLM relay attacks, which is when threat actors force or coerce a domain controller to authenticate against a malicious NTLM relay under an attacker's control. This malicious server would then relay, or forward, the authentication request to a domain's Active Directory Certificate Services via HTTP and ultimately be granted a Kerberos Ticket Granting Ticket, or TGT, This ticket allows threat actors to assume the identity of any device on the network, including another domain controller. Once they have successfully impersonated said domain controller, they will have elevated privileges, potentially allowing the attacker to take over the domain and run any command. To coerce a remote server to authenticate against a malicious NTLM relay, threat actors could use various methods – including the previously discussed petty Patam vulnerability. While Microsoft has patched some of these recent vulnerable protocols to prevent unauthorized coercion, bypasses are commonly found, which allow protocols to continue to be abused. A security researcher released a proof of concept scripts for a new NTLM relay attack called DFS Coerce, using Microsoft's Distributed File System, or MSDFSNM protocol, to relay authentications against an arbitrary server. This DFS Coerce script is based on the Petit Patam exploit, but instead of using Microsoft EFS RPC, it uses DFSNM a protocol allowing the Windows Distributed File System, or DFS, to be managed over an RPC interface. Security researchers who have tested this new NTLM relay attack have said that it easily allows a user with limited access to a Windows domain to become a domain admin, claiming that the best way to prevent these types of attacks is to follow Microsoft's advisory on mitigating the Petit Patam NTLM relay attack. These mitigations include disabling NTLM on domain controllers, disabling web services on Active Directory Certificate Service servers, and enabling extended protection for authentication and signing features such as SMB signing in order to protect Windows credentials. Other mitigation methods include using the Windows built-in RPC filters or RPC firewall to prevent servers from being coerced via this protocol. However, it's not known at the current time whether blocking the DFS RPC connections would cause issues on a corporate network. At a recent summit, Okta have discussed the recent breached and how they have completed their analysis of the incident which saw the Lapsus extortion crew get a glimpse at some customer information and have concluded that their implementation of zero-trust techniques foiled the attack. This according to Brett Winterford, the Asia-Pacific and Japan Chief Security Officer of the Identity Management as a Service vendor, explaining that the incident started in January when an Okta analyst observed a support engineer at Cytel, Okta's former outsourced customer service provider, attempting to reset a password to Okta's systems, but doing so from outside the expected network range and not attempting to fulfil a multi-factor authentication challenge. That request sent the reset email to a Cytel email address managed under Microsoft 365 and was made with the attacker's own machine. The last item was highly unusual. Okta can reportedly see authentication requests made using the VMs Cytel used to provide support services, but Okta cannot see inside Cytel's Microsoft 365 implementation. Okta therefore suspended the user and inquired about any issues at Cytel who admitted to a compromise of an Active Directory account. According to the report, we initially took their word that this compromised account had been contained very quickly and that there was zero impact to Okta or its customers. Once Lapsus had published screenshots, however, Okta did come to feel that there was more to the incident than had first been made apparent. The threat actor was able to view and interact with applications which a legitimate support engineer had already authenticated to but could not just take over as that would be an obvious red flag. Okta's assessment is that when a support engineer stepped away from their desk, leaving the session connected to Okta's support environment, the threat actor took screenshots, which Lapsus then published. Quote, they were able to view and interact with that thin client session for about 25 minutes. During those 25 minutes, they ran searches in our customer support tool, returning results to your customers. And we can see from our logs that the threat actor clicked on a few features in the customer support tool, none of which really furthered their position. They tried to access the admin console of one customer, but that would have required consent in the admin console of that customer from their administrator, so that was unsuccessful as well. They could potentially have done password or multi-factor authentication resets, but they would have had to have access to the target inbox of the user they were resetting. They also tried to open other applications from the Okta dashboard, but that did not work for them either. So basically, you've got a threat on site or network for five or six days, undetected, until they tried to leverage that position to compromise Octa, and then, in a last-ditch scramble, they found a workaround and tried for 25 minutes to abuse that position and had not been particularly successful. Winterford asserts that the event shows that Zero Trust Security and Octa's implementation of it worked exceptionally well, Quote, the threat actor couldn't really successfully perform any configuration changes or MFA password resets, and finally, when the threat actor opened the Octa dashboard to try and access more applications, they were presented with a step-up authentication that they were unable to bypass. Within a few hours of those screenshots, we double and triple checked our authentication logs, there had been no password or MFA recent events, or any other activity Okta felt indicated the attack had gone any further than shoulder surfing on this thin client session. Okta has reportedly shared its own logs with customers that the support engineer could conceivably have viewed. Winterford said as a result customers were now satisfied they were safe and Sytel took about two weeks to produce its own logs of the thin client environment. With those logs in hand, they could very quickly wrap up the investigation. Okta, however, was not satisfied with Sytel's actions and has since parted ways with the company over the incident but does not blame them for it. A security report has been published on a set of 56 vulnerabilities collectively referred to as Icefall, affecting operational technology, or OT, equipment used in various critical infrastructure environments. This Icefall collection has been discovered by security researchers at 4Scouts Vendra Labs and impacts devices from 10 vendors. The type of security flaws included allow remote code execution, compromising of credentials, firmware and configuration changes, authentication bypass, and logic manipulation. Affected vendors include Honeywell, Motorola, Omron, Siemens, Emerson, JTECT, Bentley, Nevada, Phoenix Contract, Procons, and Yokogawa they have all been notified in a responsible disclosure coordinated by phoenix contact cert vde and the us cybersecurity and infrastructure security agency or cisa over the past few years the type of systems impacted by icefall have become much more frequent as the target of specialized malware such as Destroyer 2 and caddy wiper both deployed not too long ago by russian hackers against ukrainian power plants as part of the russian offense in ukraine Icefall impacts a wide range of devices used in numerous industrial sectors, making them highly attractive especially to state-sponsored adversaries. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to reach out and speak to us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here. And thank you very much for listening.